1: Welcome back to the Encourager podcast. I'd like to take a moment to just introduce myself. I am Suzanne Verona. I am mother of three from ages six to 13. I'm a wife, a sister, a daughter, a friend. I'm a pediatric speech-language pathologist, but most importantly, I am a child of God. Oh, I feel honored to be here and to be able to deliver this month's message of hope as we kick off our new theme. Oh, can you believe it's a new month? It's already March 2022. How beautiful is that? This month, we will be focusing on caller versus calling. Oh, the struggle is real and raw, especially in today's world, right? When navigating this. But before we get started, I would like to align our minds, our hearts, our bodies to God. Father God, thank you. Thank you for today. Thank you for the beauty of the sunshine and just for the pleasure of being here today. Thank you for the woman on the other side of this podcast. Just prepare her heart, Lord. Lord, we pray over the devil's schemes that might he might be playing over her as she pursues you please protect her over temptations over the arrows of the world over detours along her path lord we know that the devil doesn't want her to walk in her calling for your ultimate purpose through her lord thank you for the opportunity to be together to glorify and to worship you Lord, help us align through this time so that we can use it to walk boldly and confidently while glorifying you. In your heavenly name, amen. Amen, 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 right? Uh, So whenever I'm thinking about calling, caller, I constantly find myself actually thinking of Psalms 90, 17. Let the gracious favor of the Lord, our God, be on us confirm for us the work of our hands yes confirm the work of our hands why am i here right lord why did you create me i'm constantly finding myself getting back to that i'm like oh my goodness this we live in a world of comparisons all i find myself a lot just getting to that point of comparing my calling with other people's callings but i find myself in such a rut time and time again and trying to dig through this heaviness of calling, but I think it's important that before we even dig into this, that we really differentiate between those words of purpose and calling that also always get kind of thrown out there. Um, they complement each other, but they're different, right? Purpose, by definition, is the reason for which something exists or is done, made, used, etc. cetera. Whereas calling is generally occupation, profession, career, purpose, purpose is to glorify God, right? Colossians 1 for by him, all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. You were created on purpose for the purpose of glorifying him. Our purpose is to love, to honor, to worship, to glorify God in all we do and say. It's not just our career or occupation. It's all we do. God created us out of love to love and glorify Him. And this can be done anywhere, right? We can do it when we're even uh, at nighttime doing the dishes after the kids go down. And you could find yourself looking at the bubbles. How amazing is it to see that array of the rainbow within the bubbles as we're washing those dishes? We can glorify God when we're at the grocery store, as we're doing laundry, as we're sitting and talking to our children as we're talking to our neighbors. But our calling is what is unique to each of us. Psalms 139, 13 to 14 says, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wonderfully made. You were created by God and you were created for God. The same God that dreamed about the universe made you. The same God that created the rivers, created those paths of the blood vessels inside of your body. The same God that created the pulses of the waves of the oceans, created the rhythms within your heart. You are here. You are priceless. You have a purpose to glorify God. It's our calling that is unique to each of us. I want you to just take a moment and just, just close your eyes. Unless you're driving, of course, then don't close your eyes. But just calm your bodies and just think and visualize a tree. When we're looking at a tree, you see that strong trunk and those roots that go deep into the soil. Imagine a tree that's hundreds of years old and how sturdy that root system is and how sturdy that trunk is so that it can bear against all the weather and, and the ages and just the animals and all the brutality of the world. Our purpose is like that trunk. Our purpose requires that deep Roots, it has to be stable. It has to be strong. It has to abide into the deep roots of God. John 15 talks about how we have to really abide in God. Colossians 2, 7 says, let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth. You were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. This purpose, this this trunk this these root systems they don't change. It is to, our purpose is to glorify God in all we do. How beautiful is that that our purpose doesn't change. We don't have to worry about it changing. We just have to consistently abide in Christ and allow uh, to allow us to glorify him in everything. Our calling, however, when you visualize, go back to that tree that you're envisioning and you see those leaves and those branches, right? The leaves change their seasons. Sometimes they're glorious colors and of reds and oranges and browns. Sometimes they're bearing such rich, delicious fruit. Sometimes the fruit is rotten. Sometimes they're they're bare. Sometimes the branches break. Sometimes the branches need pruned, right? They change Luke 6, 44, Each tree. Is recognized by its own fruit. Not only does it change each season, season, it's unique. It's unique to each of us. We are created uniquely for our own calling. We shouldn't question our purpose. Right? We should pray. If if you're finding yourself asking, oh, Lord, what's my calling? What's my calling? What's my purpose? We should know no longer to ask and to pray for purpose because we know our purpose. It's a matter of being specific in our prayers to ask for clarifications on our calling. Our calling is directly tied to the fruits of our lives, right? Our calling changes. Your calling is how you get to fulfill your part of your purpose, right? Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things he has planned for us long ago. We are his masterpieces. Let's respect and honor our bodies by using our calling, whatever it might be, to honor and glorify him through that purpose. But sometimes your calling can change. Ephesians 3, 1 says there is a time for everything, a season for every activity under a sun. God has a plan for all of his people, although we may not, we may face problems that seem to contradict God's plans at times. There might be seasons of having those issues that just seem to weigh down against you being able to fulfill a calling that God might be leading you. But these shouldn't be barriers. Our purpose is still to glorify God no matter the situations that might be trying to block us. We should view them as opportunities to discover that without God, life's problems have no la- la- lasting solutions, right? Th- what God is calling for you today might look different tomorrow. Or what he might called you into years ago might look different than what your calling is in the future, It's all about his timing. It's not our timing. I love, love, love how John 15 just digs deep into abiding in Christ, right? But your calling should complement your life, not complicate it. It should complement, not complicate it. John 15, 14 says, you are my friends if you obey me. If you're stressed and don't have peace where you're at, I challenge you to just pray for clarification of this is really where you're supposed to be. Pray if God's trying to pivot you into a shift with where he's trying to call you. Your calling, though, it's so important to, to... to know, especially as I stated before in today's world, that it's specific for you. Your calling is specific for you. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I've had for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. He knows the plans he has for you. Connect with him. He already knows. Pray to him ask him to reveal and uncover your calling your calling should excite you philippians 2:13 talks about how for god is working in you giving you the desire to obey him and the power to do what pleases him your calling is fueled by the, the like our purpose our passion we should be passionate to glorify god through our calling Your calling should advance you to the kingdom. Matthew 4, 19 says, Jesus called out to them, come be my disciples and I will show you how to fish for people. You can advance the kingdom in all you do. You are the light with him inside of you. When we bring light into a dark room, the darkness dissipates. Ladies, we have the light of Jesus in us. So wherever we go, we bring the change. We should be the influencers. We should be the ones that make the difference. We are in the missionary field. We are all in the field of ministry, no matter where you are. It doesn't matter what calling you are in, your unique calling. Your purpose is to glorify him, which makes you a in the field of ministry, if you are praying for those the specific clarification of what your calling is, I challenge you to just pray, read His word, get to the roots of where God is. Ask him for specifics. I love the analogy of um picturing a, a dirty, grubby window, right? Our windows are constantly getting dirty. But sometimes we find ourselves taking that, that window cleaner and spraying a, um, a paper towel, for example, and we try to wipe, but it just doesn't go away. We try to wipe and it doesn't go away. Spray the paper towel and wipe and it doesn't go away. It's, it streaks. Yeah, maybe we can just kind of see it. We can have clarity, but it doesn't give us that full clarity that we would get if we directly turn that window cleaner to spray the window and wipe it away. That's what God's asking us to do. He's asking us not, yes, we can wipe off and get clarity by um, spraying our paper towel, such as going to church and through um, a, a sermon or listening to a podcast or talking to friends. Absolutely, we can get some clarity through that. And God is so mysterious in the ways that he communicates with us. But a huge imagery that you should have is, We have resources by going directly into the Bible, by directly having that communication with Him. How beautiful is it that God wants to communicate with us and have that intimate relationship? So that intimacy, as well as going directly into His Word, can bring us that clear vision because He knows, again, right? Jeremiah 29, 11, he knows the plans that he has for us. He knows what our calling is. If we ask him directly for that clarification, we just have to be still. We just have to be with him. We just have to be willing to be present. So I challenge you, what if God has planned, What if he planned for whatever he planned for you, what if it's different than what your worldly perspective is or your expectations? What if you're already living your calling out in whatever season you're at now for this season? Are you seeking the calling, the gift, more than the caller, the, the giver? He wants your heart more than what you do. Your calling, right? Is God enough? Are you seeking after the Lord more than this thing? Could you be satisfied with just him alone? It's not what you work for. God still loves us no matter what. Finding that joy, that peace, that love, that gratitude, just by having that purpose of, of glorifying God in all we do. Matthew 6, 33 says, seek first the kingdom of God. You know, I, I speak, I can speak personally in terms of calling and, and my challenges over calling over the years. Um, I stated that I'm a speech language pathologist. Um, initially, I did not work with just pa- pediatrics as I work with now. I worked with adults in, uh, nursing home and rehabilitation center. Initially, I went into the field because my mother has multiple sclerosis. So I thought that I was going to work at, with, uh, the neurology department, um, over at, uh, University of Pittsburgh. Um, I'm from Pennsylvania, um, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So originally, I wanted to work there, but, and that's how God Envisioned the calling within me at first to get me into the field. And then as I pursued, I shifted. I, I mean, I was a speech language pathologist in a school district for a while after working at the rehabilitation center. I shifted to early intervention and then I shifted to, um, working contractually with different school districts. I've done private practice. I've done independent work. Um, I I've shifted away a little bit from speech language pathology into working with children with social, emotional concerns. There's, I've also been a parent. I I mean, I have three children and as well as I've nannied and babysat and I've worked with other families. Um, so sometimes I I think it's important and, and it's so hard for me to speak, um, from the level of my heart too, in terms of realizing that the calling does change. That sometimes God, what God calls you to might not look exactly the way that you might have had that ultimate vision for. Um, and sometimes you have to go through pruning se- seasons where you're definitely fulfilling the calling that God has for you. And then all of a sudden you have to pivot a little bit more. Oh, sorry. I said the word pivot. I hate the word pivot over the past couple of years, especially. Um, but hey, sometimes we do have to pivot. Um, and sometimes our calling can pivot just like the, the leaves change on the trees and the seasons change. Um, our callings can change too, but it's important that we are constantly seeking the caller more than our calling. That we really challenge ourselves to live out our purpose. So this week, take inventory over what you seek. So what do you think of first throughout the day in all that you do? Are you living out your purpose in all you do? Are you glorifying God in all you do? Are you glorifying God through our ultimate purpose while you're at the gym, while you're washing dishes, while you're doing laundry, while you're playing with your children, while you're working on homework with your um, with your own children at home, while you're talking to your spouse or customers or clients or friends, while you're even talking or in the presence of your enemies? Are you seeking him first? Matthew 6, 21, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So let's get to that root. Let's let's talk about this purpose. And is your purpose aligned? Are you in that plumb line that in all you do, you are seeking him first? Let's make sure that our hearts are aligned in all we do. Let's glorify God in every moment of the day. Let's put the caller. Before whatever our unique calling is. Let's fulfill our purpose. Let's bow our heads to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity for us to be together today. Thank you for all the glory you bless us with. You made today because there is a purpose in every single moment. Lord, I pray that whatever today looks like, that you help each of us Guide our hearts to be in plumb with you, that you may hold our positioning to align with your purpose over us. Lord, we pray that we remain focused, that whatever comes our way is aligned with your will, your way, your timing. We pray for clarification as you guide our thoughts and guide our words, guide our actions to ultimately know and be guided into our own unique callings during this season so that we may continue to fill our unique calling in your purpose to glorify you. Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you for the beauty of us being together today. and all these things we pray in your name. Amen. Encouragers, remember to tune in next week as we follow this message up with practical tools on how to live this out. Now get out into the world and be a woman who chooses to encourage
0: her. Ladies, I am so honored that you chose to spend some time with me this morning. I hope and pray that the word of God encouraged you and that you feel inspired to now get out into the world and be a woman who chooses to encourage. Remember, Encourage Her is a God given, purpose driven ministry. This podcast is for the taking, it's free for the sharing. Please share it with her. Also, remember to subscribe, like, and follow us on Instagram at Encourage Her Wellness for your daily, quick encouragements throughout the week. From now till then, stay encouraged and choose to encourage her. I'll see you next Monday. Love to you all.